I think we went straight to chocolate eclairs. <laughs> and we're going to burn out fast. We're going to get a stomachache real <laughs> quick. In the bathroom. And miss the rest of the bachelor party weekend. Because <laughs> we got sick on sushi and chocolate eclairs. All right, boys, welcome back. It's the unrestricted Vex, Richie Carnahan, the Bulldog, and Bob. All right, I know you guys have been wanting to ask me, so <clears throat> let me stretch, let me stretch. All right, fire away your Spurs questions. Go. How have we won a game? <laughs> yes, we've won a game. How? Uh, well, we've won three, and are you ready for your mind to be blown? Yes. All right. We are at the top of the division, sir. How? That's my original question. Who's, who's leading us in scoring, and who have we been playing? Devin Vassell's leading us in scoring. Is he coming off the bench? Is he starting? He's starting. Who have we played? That's another great question. Well, <laughs> That's past, why I'm here. Our past two wins are against the Philadelphia 76ers and against, last night, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Now, this is where it gets funky because my father, who is really, you know, he tunes in a little bit, but... He can't pay attention to the entirety of the NBA. He texts me, I told you guys, Pop's a great coach. We're going to be better than you think. And I'm like, no, we're not. And he says, and he says, uh, but Minnesota's terrible. And I'm like, wrong. Minnesota's projected to finish top five in the West. They just spent a small fortune to get Rudy Gobert there. They're going to be legit before the season's over. And we had a 35-point lead on them last night before pulling out a, a rather close victory by 10. But, yeah, the Spurs got rolling. <sighs> I know. I, I thought we were tanking. Yeah, I'm so confused and upset. It's never too late, okay? This is, this is part of the process. It's part of the honest tank. So we're, 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 we're giving a little goodwill? I think that we heard Adam Silver say, this tanking thing kind of sucks. And we go, oh, really? Watch what happens when we play hard as we can against these teams who are twice as talented but aren't going to play that, that hard because it's the beginning of the season. And we are young and dumb, and we're going to play as hard as we can for just a little while to show you, show you what that can do. And eventually, people will catch on to what the Spurs are doing and to who, from where our points are coming. And they'll be able to scheme against us, and we won't be able to win the games that we are right now. So but for I, right now, we got to be happy to be talking Spurs because it might be the last time we talk about them in this vein for the rest of the season. So, so in a few months when, when we're multiple games below 500, all the San Antonio Spurs homers will go, yeah, but at the beginning of the season, we were really good. What the hell happened? We're second in our conference, okay? Only Portland is undefeated. We have a better win percentage than flipping Golden State. How does that happen? Okay. I'm That's glad what, you asked. Yeah. I'm glad you asked. How is this happening? All right. I think it's threefold. One is we are playing with an amazing amount of energy. And if you have watched these games, which I know y'all haven't, but I, I don't even know how to get them. Oh, come on. They're on different channels every night. It's pretty easy. Yeah. They're on, <laughs> they're on like country music yes, channels. Um, they play with an absurd amount of energy. And that may be happening because, A, we're really young, and therefore we can play with a lot of energy. It may be happening because Coach Pop is saying, hey, guys, 
I got news for you. The only way we'll win. The only way we have a chance of not getting our fucking blowers, doors blown off, is if we play balls to the wall of every minute. That may be it. And if that is the case, kudos to Pop because he's got him believing. I don't think they can keep up this kind of energy for 82 games, which is why I wouldn't expect us to win 61 and a half games, which is what we're on pace for right now. Yeah. 61 and a half games. I mean, is it is it is this like the all-you-can-eat buffet where you don't go and, like, fill yourself up with bread? you got to pace yourself to get to the good stuff that we're not pacing ourselves. No, no we're not. I think we went straight to chocolate eclairs. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to burn out fast. And we're going to get a stomachache real <laughs> quick. in the bathroom. And miss the rest of the Bachelor Party weekend. Because <laughs> we got sick on sushi and chocolate eclairs. They share the basketball. That's always been our calling card. Well, not the last five years. Let me, t- let me tell you something. It is refreshing watching this group because let's let's go back in time. Last year. Going to go back in time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> back in time. Back in time. <laughs> go back to last year. Watching DeJounte Murray dribble the air out of it was not very fun. It was like looking at his tattoo with the angry basketball on his shoulder. Yes, yes, which was a terrible, like, really bad. Sophomoric at best. Yes, right. Like, jailhouse at worst. (laughs) Um, Trey Jones, who's taken his spot at point guard, gives the ball up quickly. Because he can't shoot. No, he can shoot. Okay. He can shoot, honestly. There's a lot to like about Trey Jones. But he makes the ball move. And if you look down our roster... I don't think there's one guy on the team that you could honestly say actually wants to dribble. Like, Trey Jones has to dribble because he's a point guard, and he's good at it. It's not like he's bad at it, but he doesn't really want to dribble. He wants to take a couple dribbles and give it up. There's Devin Vassell, not a great dribbler. Keldon Johnson, one or two dribbles. That's about it. There's just nobody. I mean, Jakob Bertel ain't putting it on the floor. But it is so nice because you go back to last year, DeJounte Murray, how many dribbles per possession? My God. Year before, Double D, DeRozan. How many dribbles are we going to have to watch per possession? And then before that, you know, it's not like he took a lot of dribbles, but every time you saw LaMarcus Aldridge catch it in the post, how many dribbles was that going to be? And you knew that he was putting up the shot, right? Right. It's like four dribbles, fadeaway jump shot. Oh, my God. I mean, deflator. And then before that, you could even say Kawhi Leonard dribbled it a lot. For the first time in a long while, the ball is popping, and, and there's it, unselfishness. And it's a real balanced score sheet. I'm looking at the last box score against the Timberwolves. For your starting five, 14, 18, 14, 8 for Jones, and then 23. That's balance. It's excellent balance. And if you're looking for the bright spots, okay, the bright spots are definitely Trey Jones runs the offense with fluidity, and Devin Vassell has taken the jump. He is an excellent two-way basketball player. And you parlay that with Victor. (laughs) Or Scoot. I don't know. I'm telling you, I'm going back and forth on this right now. I really am. You're vacillating. I am vacillating, bro. I've gone deep. I've gone deep dive of the last week, and I am am vacillating. There is a certain um, competitiveness that comes with Scoot that I don't think Victor necessarily has. Victor has some funky body language sometimes like he does because he's six five or seven five and a half (laughs) the wind alters his body language (laughs) 
He's yeah. up there so high, the yeah. rotation of the earth. Precipitation. Yeah, his shoulder, alters. His shoulders slump pretty easily when the wind blows. You might be right. Yeah. But but there is a there's a nastiness and competitiveness to Scoot Henderson. Kind of Kobe-esque, if you will. Uh yeah. It's it's along those lines, man. He is a pumped up, vicious basketball player. Culturally, I think he might be just awesome. But there's still I mean, Victor Wimbanyana is a full-on unicorn. Uh, well, I mean, there's no way to get away from What's that. the percentage? If we're the worst, it's 14% for the top pick or 30% for one of the top two? Yep, I think that's right. Um, and then it's 45%, I think, for top three. So, nonetheless, that's that shouldn't be what we're talking about because the Spurs are the headline here. They are almost at the top of the conference. They're a game out of top. Which we are not going to say for the rest of the season. I know, Hopefully, so we have to take this chance. We have to take this. Opportunity. So we're just going to hype them up right yeah, now. We are. Do you want the bad news? Always that we have a season to go. Yeah, and Jeremy Sohan, I I really have yet to figure out um, what exactly is Pop starting him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I have not figured out what his value is yet. There are people um, online. Who are these people? You know, Spurs homers. Who are like, oh, but look at his activity level. Look how well he runs the floor. Those things are true. His activity level is high. He runs the floor really well. I mean, he gets up and down. And last night he had three alley-oop finishes, which is cool for a Spurs player. But they're not like, it's not like he's Superman flying over the rim. Like, they're, he's not the highest leaper in the game, okay? There's something to like there about the way he runs the floor, there's, I have not seen a whole lot to like about the way he's playing individual defense. His shot blocking is okay at best. I was hoping it would be a lot better, particularly um, uh, rotating to block shots. It's not that great. And his offensive game is just, frankly, miles behind. So that would be the mm-hmm. of the Spurs conversation so far. Josh Primo would get an honorable mention there, too. He has not looked good at all. But if you just take the concentration of Vassell, Keldon Johnson, Trey Jones, Jakob Pertl, and even Josh Richardson, they've looked really good. What about buckets? Dougie Matt, dude, he had a great game against Philly. He got wet, like wet, where everything he threw up was going down. And that was pretty cool. And by the way, Philadelphia, can I – can I say I'm sorry to you Sixers fans? I feel terrible for Joel Embiid. I really do. James Harden spends all summer working on his body. He looks trimmer. He looks good. And he's still lazy-ass Harden. And they're not going to win. Doc Rivers is about five minutes from getting fired, it looks like. And Joel Embiid is not going to win a championship. He's just not. Not unless he's Robert Parrish on the... 86 Celtics, like, at the end of his career and a shade of his former self, like... How old is he? Joel? Yeah. Oh, he's, like, maybe 27 at most. What if he played for the Spurs? Oh, I think that'd be great. But I don't know how he fits in with Victor Wimbanyana. Well... We'll we'll figure that out. Contingency plans. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, if we... if Let's say, heaven forbid, we're a 500 team. We've got draft capital. We just don't have – we can't get – Can I stop you real quick? Sure. We're not going to be anywhere close to 500. All right. I just – I love the three Sorry, Mr. Start. Bexler. Sorry, but it just ain't going to happen. <laughs> it just ain't going to happen. Go ahead with the hypothetical. 
Okay, hypothetical is Pop does what Pop does. He rolls out competitive teams, and we're 500. So we're staring at the same BS. Then we actually have to pull the trigger to make some moves. Yep. Who do we want to make moves? Let's say Philadelphia continues to implode, and they're just hot garbage. Yeah. Do we go after him? Or oh, I think you would You would certainly want to, but Embiid is so loved in the city of Philadelphia. I mean, they would pay to get rid of Harden before they would and take yeah. a great deal on Embiid. And they just they don't just want that. No, uh, no, you don't take on Harden. You don't take on Westbrook. You don't take on Kimball Walker. How about that, dude? He won't even go into his huddles. He He's a head case. He's freaking Kanye West. He ought to be playing in China this year, honestly. I, I, that's not a joke. Sit in the Russia. He should be doing what Stefan Marbury did when, like, the rest of the NBA was like, no, we don't need 25 shots a game from an arrogant and inefficient point guard who's past, you know, past his prime and 35 years old. And Stefan Marbury was like, okay, fuck you then. Peace, see you later. I'll go to, I'll go to China and watch this. They're going to erect statues for me. And they did. That's because awesome. He could, because he could still put up 40 against, you know, the Chinese Beijing League. Dragons. Yes, or whoever. Yeah, whatever. The, I'm sure it's the Beijing Dragons. It probably is. Okay. The Beijing Ducks. Ah! <laughs> who are ninth right now in the CBA. They just beat the Eagles 75-71. to 71. The next game on Eagles? No, the Philadelphia Eagles haven't lost yet. Yeah. Uh, next, game, <laughs> next game on their schedule Thursday against the Brave Dragons. Uh, oh, wow. I knew there was a dragon in the league. <laughs> <laughs> And he did. And he was, like, popular over there. Russell Westbrook should be over there. Um, he's got to be the least self-aware player I've ever seen on a basketball court in my life. The Lakers, by the way, you want to make, make some jokes, they can't win, okay? Uh-uh. And he comes down, Russell Westbrook does, the other night. There's, like, 28 seconds left in the ball game, and he takes a mid-range jump shot thinking he's going to get a two-for-one, and the crowd is like, no! And, of course, it's... This phenomenal brick. And LeBron James does a full eye roll. <laughs> like, just, what the F? Well, I think all LeBron wants to do is stay relevant enough to play with his son, right? I think so. And he'd like I to do know. it in L.A. But LeBron is still good. I know. It's, mm-hmm. It he's sucks just, for him. He's just with the wrong cast. And then what's up with the brow? What's he doing? He's, um, a, he, he's just lost it. He's lost all confidence in his shot, which is weird. Because you go back to the bubble season, and he made everything from outside, and that's why they won the NBA championship. And now if all there of ever needs shoot. to be an asterisk by a victory, oh, it's that one. That's the one. That's that's the one. Not the '99 Spurs title. And no one even remembers that. Nope, they don't, and they never will. Oh man, I look forward to the next show, boys. I hope y'all have a great week. You too. Peace. Like and subscribe. The unrestricted. How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh-huh. I said, the groove feel good.